welcome back Jetta Pod. My name is Dylan Habil and you're listening to part 2 of the Women of Alpejeta. Uh I think Masiari alone you've said that um conservation has been seen for a long time more of a, a men's role but I think it is very true that um we are in changing times and we are seeing so much change happening. So why is it important to really be mindful about gender and especially in conservation? Um so first of all the matters of the environment um, and conservation are important to both men and women. Mm-hmm. Um and I think uh, for both of them to participate in things that affect them directly and we are talking about way from I mean the environment is what within what's around us and also there are the of natural resources um for everybody to be able to live comfortably to have clean water to have clean air and to be in a clean space mm-hmm. um so it is really unfair to have just have one gender representing that um that that space whereas it's occupied by two genders mm-hmm. um and i do not think that um it is any less um a practice when it's practiced by one gender so for me inclusivity is just the acknowledgement that that space is occupied by uh, both men and women and mm-hmm. they both have um an equal um opportunity and they should have an equal opportunity to participate um mm-hmm. in making sure that that space is secured for both of them so i only i think it's limiting um in a way that the strength that women bring and men bring are not uh, maximized if we only focus on one gender so for me it's an opportunity to raise um to raise uh, to, to raise that space um mm. to have uh, both men and women contribute to to the betterment of of conservation and i think women bring um uh, handling things differently having um well a very historically um a very homely um approach to issues they will understand they will have their own way of addressing things and men will bring their own um strengthens to the space which is important for both of them to be in that space so to me ex- inclusivity of men and women in conservation especially women um is is something that we cannot overlook uh to me I'll say that uh, the, the time we used to be that women are supposed to stay at home take care of the kids look after the house all that is already gone mm-hmm. and uh, everybody is supposed to agree that we are moving on and we are moving on with the men we are not leaving them behind not that we are going alone so to me I would probably uh, get like training for the leaders because mm-hmm. most of them and also they fear a lot mm-hmm. maybe they see the nature how the nature is maybe the men are destroying the nature right now for example you can get like in a place you found this so good the nature this good forestation everything is good and then you find men going to sell the place i saying no you need to have uh, like rentals or mm-hmm. real estate in that place yeah and then the ladies are not given a chance to to, to speak and say no we did that that place is not supposed to to go like to, to be deforested or something mm-hmm. so i think ladies ladies to be in like the men that be encouraged to be in to help drop grow the nature yeah mm. but by by you saying uh training and empowering girls do you think it is threatening to encourage women to question their place and challenge social environments because uh an example is uh 
the husband to the first woman to win a Nobel Prize in Africa, Wangari Maathai. Mm-hmm. During the the separation court cases, he mentioned that Wangari Maathai is strong-minded for a woman. Um it's it's quite interesting because and and good for her for being strong-minded. I think that it, it's a positive <laughs> attitude. I don't know if, I don't know if it was meant to be taken as a as a um as a as a negative attribute. I think it's a it's a positive attribute, you know, good for her. Um for me, I, you know, in Africa particularly mm-hmm. um you know, over a very large percentage of the population relies directly on natural resources for their livelihoods. Yeah. And women are women are at the center of 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 this of creating livelihoods from natural resources. They are the ones who go fetch firewood, they're the ones who go fetch water, you know, they're the ones who really will rely on these natural resources to take care of their families. Mm-hmm. And therefore there's such a need for them to have a voice in how these natural resources are managed or mismanaged, mm-hmm. um, they need to see a representation of themselves in the leadership of natural resources. Mm-hmm. They need to see faces like them. They need to see people who speak for them and people who represent them and people who are like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, you know, going back to your point about, you know, the whole so uh, societal environments and challenging that you know we we as Africans also our culture is very patriarchal and we there's a lot of heavy handedness <laughs> from the male gender mm-hmm. um, but i think as rose has rightly put it we want to move forward but we also want to move forward with the male with the male representation as well mm-hmm. we want both voices to be represented equally on the table because we have equal stake in terms of natural resource use mm-hmm. and management so we we want to be represented we want to see faces like ours um on the table negotiating and discussing about issues that affect mm-hmm. the woman um very heavily in terms of natural resources okay uh i think these were, were some of the pillars wangari matai mm-hmm. had for her green belt movement empowering indigenous and grassroots communities especially the women because they are the one who mm-hmm. are fetching firewood the maintaining families right yeah. eva yeah absolutely um you know that that i think wangari matai was so vocal about that natural resources can only be preserved if communities are empowered to feel responsible for them yeah. um and, and and they they have they have a sense of ownership um and that's the only way that innovation can scale up it cannot be a few conservancies or reserves or you know ministries trying to do everything but mm-hmm. if communities themselves take up that role and that responsibility then conservation can be such um a normal thing to happen everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh in the entertainment uh scene especially in hollywood there is this movement me too movement where female entertainers are trying to uplift other female entertainers is mm-hmm. the same happening in the conservation scene um i believe it's happening um dylan um and recently we've seen a few um the groups coming up so i mean a group called women in conservation um and it's a group that empowers women mm-hmm. and recently there's an ongoing leadership program um that's called women in environment um which is very inclusive and 
Sadly, we are not so many women in conservation in Kenya, especially, but I believe now with a different interdisciplinary approach that conservation has, you can be in any discipline um, and participate in conservation. It mm. is an inclusive approach that ensures that women have the right information and we can learn from the few um, in leadership positions who are able to guide now the younger ones and at least you know, um, trigger the interest to continue practicing and encouraging each other in the process. So I think it's um, it's a good thing. And even podcasts like this that are going to, again, bring the diverse the, the diverse views um, in the different areas where you can engage in. Um, and there's a lot of mentorship in schools as well. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's a good place to start. Oh, wow. I think um, your sentiments, um, Marcy, uh, kind of um, align with the, you know, sort of women's theme for this year. Uh, don't 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 worry where I got the theme from. <laughs> choose, choose uh, it's 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 uh, the the theme says women in leadership and achieving equal future in a COVID nineteen world. And I think it's it's such is such kind of the conversation we are having right now, where there should be quality in the area of conservation and making everyone feel that they are part of solving the solutions uh, that are, I mean, the problems that are affecting our planet and trying to make it more better because if it goes wrong, it, it affects everyone. So um, maybe in, in the next question, maybe it's good to know what are some of the challenges women face in the in the front lines of conservation? Ah, you know, it's um, so many stories come to mind when you ask that question, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so interesting being a girl in conservation or a lady in conservation. There are so many, even things that you would not, of course, there are the big challenges where there's a lot of male dominance and there's a lot of um, women having to, as I said earlier, work 10 times as hard as the, their male counterparts to be hard, to, to prove themselves, to show that they are equal to the task just like a man is equal to the task. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, there's those big challenges. Um, however, there's, you know, things like now you even have to think, I think about my my first um, attachment placement at uh, Odonio Sabuk. It's a national park uh, mm-hmm. on the Thika Garissa Highway. And uh, one time we were supposed to go for... Um, and uh, you know, sort of, uh, sort of a problem animal control uh, activity, and it came very abruptly. So we didn't like we had not planned, and Eva being Eva that day had one address, and of course she could not go for this activity because <laughs> we were supposed to get on this like huge lorries at the back, <laughs> and uh, you know you you're thinking how your lo- the logistics of physically getting up that lorry <laughs> with your dress, eh? mm-hmm. uh, it could not happen. <laughs> So I did not go for that activity. And it's it's very small things, but there are things that, you know, as a woman, you think about and they affect your day-to-day life, even how you dress. Mm-hmm. You have to think about that because now sometimes, you know, we are working in very harsh environments, very remote environments, mm-hmm. um, environments with a lot of men. So you have to think about things like that, that maybe a man would not necessarily think about in the morning getting out of his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in many ways, we have to leave our heels and our makeup behind <laughs> and um, sort of blend in, blend into the environment, toughen up sometimes. And, and I'm sure the ladies will also uh, have experiences with that. You have to toughen up and you you have to, to be part of the boys sometimes, uh-huh. um, able to, to roll with them. 
Yeah, I think challenges are very many, very many. Because I can give an example when I came here in back in 2007, because uh, the, the office or the place where I was working, I was the only lady. But then with like uh, 200 and some, something men working with me. Wow. So, wow. and then you are welcome. Very well. <laughs> and then, like, I could use maybe a vehicle moving aloud for a week. Uh-huh. Then, uh, later alone, you find that uh, I had to use a motorbike or through it. In fact, my, my main work was the uh, treatment, treatment of a uh, car, a lot of conservancy. So, I could use the motorbike, yeah? and it was raining heavily. So, you go, you get laid down, you try to get help, you say, please, can you come and help me? It's raining, I cannot be able to come up to the place. And you are told, no, you have to, you see? Uh-huh. So, those are the challenges, but I think they are, they are there to help us, harden us, uh-huh. make us go further. So, if you don't get those challenges that you get, or when you go with the men and they are saying, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you do it yourself. With them, with them challenging you, what they challenge you, you do what they are challenging, challenging you for, and then they see you can do it better. Then later along, mm-hmm. you get you win it, you win it automatically. You, you win, it. Mm-hmm. and then when you win, you know your background of where you come from. That is the one that is taking you very far. I think the challenges are uh, I can't come them very bad because they harden us. Wow. Um. Masses, uh, do you share the same sentiments? Sadly, I do. Um, and they brought it out really, really well. I mean, you get used to being the only lady in the room or being the only lady out in the field with a group of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you get used to people paraphrasing what you're saying to think you meant something else. Um, and eventually, you just have to be really, really stunned. And then you become, um, why are you always like this? Uh, must you say that? You know, something like that. Like, they always want you to approach something in um, they, I don't know why they always want you to to be the woman you are, uh, mm-hmm. but also make sense or be part of the men that they are. I don't know. I've always found a little bit hard to to, to make that balance, um, but eventually they get used to it after they re- they they realize that you know you're you're serious about what you're doing and you're in charge when you need to be, and there's mm-hmm. nothing they can do about that. But I have also it's also good to know that we've also received a lot of support from a lot of men. Um, in the field who help us and who you know encourage us to continue doing what we're doing so um, it's an interesting space to be in but you certainly get used to to just getting along with men it's we still need more women in conservation certainly i think i i, I would want to add um weight on what mercy is saying we 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 have received all, with all that being said, we have indeed received a lot of support from, there are men out there who want more of us there, who are giving us the space to to work and, and give what we have to give. Um, so yeah, absolutely. James Dillon, you guys, you're part of that pack, so. Oh, thanks. Wow. thanks. <laughs> uh, and uh, a challenge, because uh, you guys have mentioned the role of an African woman is to manage her her household Hmm. how is it that you are able to manage your families and me and james are sharing you one person how are you managing that Uh, let me go okay sorry go go ahead rose go ahead okay Uh, to me i can say i think think i'm the one who can speak for them (laughs) 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 like me i have a family yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a husband and I have like six kids. 
re adopted and that are mine mm-hmm. and uh, it's sad right like i say it's hard because <laughs> like me i stay in the conservancy i don't i don't go to town in the evening like much anymore i mm-hmm. live here and uh, unfortunately i can't stay with my kids they are going to school so i have to send them home or to a boarding school to do the to go school mm-hmm. and then uh, it's challenging it's challenging but the best thing for is that you can manage you need to manage your, yourself mm-hmm. hello we we lost uh, rose um if i um i think we have lost uh rose um can you hear us and uh, maybe what you have to say in regard to the di- oh james is back <laughs> yeah hello if i can hear us yes yes we can hear you masi can you hear us yes yes we can rose yes i didn't know you have kids
So for me, I use every single opportunity I have to encourage and to mentor um, young ladies who are in my space. Um, the first touch is um, at work is obviously interns, and I make sure that every time they're either assigned um, on my department, to get to know them, to get to know where they're going with life, to get them wherever they need, and make sure that they know that in case they need anything, I will be there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've also over time got into spaces um, where I'm able to mentor students, uh, um, especially I'm an alumni to my alma mater. Mm -hmm. And we usually hold talks um, to, to the schools every time they're almost clearing and for ongoing students as well. Um, and I've also joined the Biophilic Mentors, a group of environmentalists um, who also now are assigned students who are ongoing to mentor them closely. Uh, because I'm a product of mentorship um, and a lot of support from other strong women. Um, so I'm, I'm committed to make sure and to ensure that every single space I get to inspire and to mentor, I get into that space. Right now, what Aisha tells us is education matters. Mm -hmm. Whether it's uh, in uh, high school, college level, it matters a lot. And it helps you be a, a very big, big woman in the future. So, and also I usually advise them to, I usually give them my story, which is so much encouraging. <laughs> so when I give somebody my my story, they usually they are usually encouraged. And you find that if somebody was like feeling down, they usually come up and they say, if you came from there, even us will get it. Mm -hmm. I usually also tell them what a man can do, women mm -hmm. can do better. Yeah. yeah. Um I think for me being in the community department um, and, and part of my role being overseeing a scholarship program by the Conservancy um, that offers scholarships to both boys and girls, I get to interact with a lot of students, um, a lot of our scholarship students who are girls. Um, and I, I get many opportunities to share my story again, um, just like Rosa said. Um, I think, you know, sharing your own personal story that's relatable to someone else is one of the best tools to use um, to mentor them. We um, already have a very active mentorship program for our scholarship girls mm -hmm. because some of these girls have had to overcome substantial hurdles to even get to school to finish education, um, to, to finish their education. So our mentorship program um, where we've partnered with an, another organization, um, and we are able to give them mentorship programs over the school holidays uh, because we want to build holistic girls. We, you know, it's good to perform well in school, but we want them to also be confident. We want them to be leaders in their own right. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, uh, even as Masi has said, another forum is uh, through in attaches and those who've come on internship. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've had the privilege of, of mentoring um, several of them, still mentoring several of them. Um, and just even in my own family, I am the oldest girl um, in both sides of my family. And so there's a lot of girls to mentor. Um, so I even take that opportunity to, to mentor people in, you know, girls in my own family and in my own community. Um, yeah. To, and I think as Masi has said, she's the product of a, men, a lot of mentorship. I am also the product of a lot of mentorship. I have grown in my career under the hand of amazing, amazing, strong women, and they inspire me. Um, and I want to be that woman also for somebody else, for another girl.
with the current global COVID crisis, can massive? Can you highlight on how guys can help us with our conservation actions and how we can bring young conservation conservationists into this scene? Um, so first is to to acknowledge the fact that we've been highly highly affected by COVID. Um, being um, a tourism sector um, and our numbers are really really reduced. Um, is to encourage um, local tourism, first of all, um, who have always come through to support us and to be part of um, our conservation model and being, you know, participants um, when they come to visit, when they get learn about all Pejita, when there are ambassadors out there um, of the work that we're doing. So um, I would like to encourage everybody who's listening to, to be part of conservation, whether it's by learning about what we're doing, Mm-hmm. to directly support the different initiatives that um, that are always on the website, um, whether it is the education department, whether it is um, the, the, you know, the projects that are ongoing out in the community, whether it is um, for rangers. Um, so I would really, really, it's, conservation is a collective effort and every everybody plays a role in it. Um, and when we conserve, but we are really conserving for future. Um, so I would really, really like to encourage everybody, everybody who's listening to just be part of that. Great. So I think uh, I've been so inspired by this conversation. Yeah. I mean, I, I still want to talk to you guys more. <laughs> <laughs> Out of time. Yeah. So, James, your opinion about this podcast and having these amazing ladies on Wow, it's it's been such uh, I can say an massive con, uh, conversation where mm-hmm. these uh, strong ladies have been uh, talking about their roles here in Pejita Conservancy and what really inspires them. And I hope our, you know this conversation really inspires a lot of ladies out there, not only in Kenya but also anyone you know, who takes time to listen to this podcast and they are, that they realize there's a space for them. I think that is what. Uh, all the ladies have agreed collectively that there's space for everyone, both men and women, mm-hmm. and there's space for you, a lady who is listening uh, at this podcast. So thank you, Rose, Marcy, and Eva for taking your time and having this conversation with us and inspiring not only us, but everyone who's listening. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. It was our pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure as well. Uh, until next time, we'll, we'll keep on uh, engaging. And just to allude to what Marcia said earlier on, for those that are looking into how they can support our conservation initiatives here, uh, you can visit our website to see um, some of the conservation initiatives we have and some of the links to uh, how to help. Uh, people can visit us and come and see us, which directly contributes to uh, helping us with our operations costs. Uh, and also people can, um, you donate. know, donate yeah. directly through our web pages, but as well as volunteer and, and, and come and get an hands-on experience to come and see what we are talking about. Come and meet these ladies uh, and get to work along them uh, and be inspired by them too. I think that's that's very possible, Dylan, right? It's very possible if you come and volunteer and you meet these people in person wow. and get to engage with them. Right. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye.